welcome to the Monday Night War Stories, the show about ratings between WCW and WWF. Well, one show has ratings, the other one not so much. Yeah, you know, nowadays. As it's the ratings war between WCW and WWF, as your favorite two-man power trip and the you know, So Living Legend goes on that little ratings war battle to see who's better. Hey, uh, yeah, Mike, you can, put, you can put your headset back on. I was doing my, uh, Kate, my, my curtain call. <laughs> I, I was like, Where, where's the crowd? I don't see it. <laughs> this week, WWF is coming off the heels of King of the Ring, and we have a new King of the Ring, guys. It's an ass. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Ass, to be exact. As for WCW, Ric Flair is gunning for that WCW title from Kevin Nash. However... He's not facing him tonight. It's mm. one of... Uh, Corey promised a surprise. Yeah, it's one of Mr. Booble's favorite wrestlers. It's so, a surprise. Let's get into this week for June 28th. But first, let me introduce you to your NOSO crew and NOSO's Living Legend. First, your Hoot Fight Champion. Hopefully. Are you still champ? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, making sure. But you may know him as for... Fighting out of Springfield, Oregon, representing the Murder Death Kill Gang, Eastern Block Hit Club, good brother, gang affiliated, Murder Death Kill, all, all fucking day. day, the the man, the king, Corey fucking Mac. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm still undefeated. Ain't nobody touched me in the hoot shoot. No so is living legend, Mike. Hi, everybody. He's taking his bow now. And I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. June 28th, 1999, for Monday night, where we're in Chicago, Illinois. We're in the United Center. Feels like we were just here a year ago, and Eric Bischoff's getting kicked out because he touched the owner. About eight months ago? Something like that. Checks out. We get to re- start the show off with a recap from last night. Throw the eight-man tag. Piper making the main event for the next pay-per-view. Bash of the Beach. Nash and Sting... Versus Macho and Sid. We have Nash not trusting Sting. Uh, Sid and Macho attacking Sting. With then Lex Luger making the save. Good old Lex. Sounds like it should be Sting and Luger, but hey. Collecting that paycheck to just run out with a chair and a nice Yankees jersey. Is there a question? Why do they got the Rosemont Horizon? Uh, well, one. Like a WWE, like, off-limits kind of arena? No, it's no because they've done uh, Spring Stampede '94 was at the Rosemont. It's more like as soon as United Center was built and Vince kind of passed on it, because uh, he did a SummerSlam '94 there, and then there was a house show there in late '94. But after that, he went back to Rosemont. It's kind of a bold move for this company to try and fill that. It's a that's a big fucking arena. But they've had an easy time doing it in the heyday. Now it's going to start being difficult, but they've always done well there when they got hot. Um, so yeah, it's like and plus. It's a shoot that flares real life, mm-hmm. really close to the the main the you know, owner that dude. Yeah, Bruce um, something. So yeah, I think Vince. Bruce, yeah. Vince liked the. Well, let's be perfectly honest. Vince likes how cheaper the Rosemont is to the brand new United Center. Yeah. So he stuck his flag there. So WCW stuck its flag well, at the Chicago, United Center. Chicago comes strong, man. It's a great town. Yeah, it is. So let's go off. Let's see what happened earlier in the day as a loomer shows up to the arena. As it's Rick Flair, Dave Flair, and Uncle Bruce, Bruce the owner MacArthur, of... Wor- Bruce Wurtz MacArthur. Mm. The owner of... Excuse you. The arena. As they're in front of Michael Jordan's statue. 
Rick says that uh, Pushed Dave, off in that statue too. Dave, uh, Rick Flair says David is going to win the uh, World Heavyweight Championship tonight. Uh, as David has a bleach blonde hair now. Oh, he had a couple weeks ago. But is that a weird way to announce that surprise? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of in a pre-taped vignette. That's he's gonna he's gonna win. You would think uh, like the crowd like heat for that would have been worth doing that in the ring, but I think they're worried that. Uh, if they let it slip before, people wouldn't show. <laughs> um, I mean, well, like once they're already in the building, like you're like yeah. you start the show with that, but I don't know, it's just gonna might piss people. What? <laughs> We're here for what? <laughs> Fuck you! God damn it! So I'm guessing the arena didn't see this promo. Probably not. <laughs> um, so uh, David with newly christened, christened, bleach blonde hair, yep. and I'll prove a point later on. Anyway. Anyway, uh, the owner, Uncle Bruce, says, hey, once you become champion tonight, we're going to build a statue. right Ten in, times bigger, ten than, times Jordan. bigger than Jordan. I like, I, to, I like Bruce here. And I want to be like Dave. That's what we're saying all I night. I want to be like Dave. Be like Dave. Okay, I know I'm on an island here. I liked this. I, I thought Flair was hilarious with his delusions of grandeur about his son and going a little crazy. I liked that Bruce was totally drinking the Kool-Aid. He was in with them. We've wanted this for you since you were a little boy. We're gonna, it's going to be bigger than Jordan's. I liked it. And David didn't. Is it cruise the vacuum? So Dave did nothing. <laughs> David Flair, which is probably for the best. Yes, yeah. you know. yes. So let's move on to the Nitro Girls. Nah, I'm tired of them. Let's go to our first match. Hey, there's night. a new one. No, it was there. Storm. Ooh. She looks queenly. Hmm. Wait a minute. Royalty. Speaking of that, let's move. Let's move on to our first match. As it's anytime Chase on Stephen Regal, yeah, royalty. Stephen Regal and Fit Finley versus Saturn and Chris Benoit. Okay, so right off the bat, Mm. I liked the opening promo, Mm -hmm. and then this is the first match we get. I was like, I'm gonna dig Nitro. Yep, this is good. We'll see. Well, the funny thing is. I'm uh, glad you like that nitro. It's like, a shame yeah. something would happen to it. Well, in the first ten minutes, you loved it. Uh, match starts, then we go straight to commercial. Uh, yeah, as you do. Saturn has a bandage on his back of his head. Probably nicked himself shaving. Mm. Who knows? Uh, a large USA chant. I, okay. Only one person from there. Yeah, only one guy from America. So, yeah. you know. All right. Uh, Saturn gets hit with the flag multiple times with by uh, Dave Taylor. The officiating uh, in WCW is so bad. Yes. Uh, he chokes him out on the outside. There's points of that. Ref watched it. Yeah. Uh, Benoit hits a long headbutt. And I think even the announcer was like, did the ref not see that? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, back and forth match b- between the two. Uh, Saturn hits the death value driver on Regal for the win. Hey, welcome back, Steven. You get the little L. I'm just saying, if, if you keep the triad and Benoit and Saturn, Ray and Kidman... Throw in Regal and Taylor or Finley. Those aren't four bad teams to build a division around if you wanted to. It is not bad. I do feel it was a little long considering one team is clearly the one you're building. So it felt like the match probably went a bit long. But that would be very disrespectful to have them squash Regal and Finley. Yeah, and Taylor. there's too much, too much respect there. Also, it's the complete opposite of last night's pay-per-view. I feel like they're stretching here. Mm-hmm. They want the matches that can deliver to deliver because, as you see... They know what they're going to give us later. Talent is kind of dwindling in WCW a little bit. Which is weird. Whether through injuries or... Contracts are up. Yeah. 
Like, they don't have what they used to have, so... Well, when they do, they're catering. Yeah. The <laughs> ones who can work have to go out there and work. Yeah. And Regal looks a little motivated. We'll talk about that later with the uh, seven-hour tag team title match. I mean... <laughs> but yes, <laughs> Regal looks motivated, happy to be back. Great team with Finley. Which uh, combo do you like the best of that, th- that three? Honestly, Regal and Taylor. Yeah. They mesh a little better. Not to mention, not to say that Finley does. Finley and Taylor's a really good team. Regal and Taylor, or Finley's a really good team. But Regal and Taylor, just a little more. I was surprised they put Regal already in the match. I was thinking maybe it would have been Finley and Taylor with Regal on the outside for the beginning. But Well, he's sober now. Now he's just got to get back into ring shape. He's a little puffy. But that'll come. Yeah, well. now, you know, you've, been on, you've been off for a year almost. I mean, mm-hmm. he had what? Eight matches in the last year. Maybe, yeah. Let's go backstage with Ric Flair, Piper, Arn, Asia, and Charles Robinson. He's back. He's back. Yay. Uh, Flair's telling Piper how he is excited for uh, Flair to win the title tonight. And then all of a sudden, Van Hammer shows up in a Deion Sanders Cowboys jersey saying, Hey, I'm on a roll, so I should get a title shot. Oh, you want a title shot? But first, Flair whispers sweet nothings in the Piper's ears. And the Piper tells Van Hammer, all right, you got a match at Bash the Beach for a title against Rick Steiner. Yes, we get Rick Steiner versus Van Hammer on pay-per-view, gentlemen. I'm going to give a spoiler. For the TV title. I'm going to go no sell. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Rick Steiner might shoot on him. That could be fun. Don't give me. There is no might. Rick (laughs) Steiner shoots on everything. (laughs) Don't tease me with a good time. I'd hate to be that fridge if there's no beer in it. German suplex the fridge. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, let's go back to the ring, shall we, for a Ric Flair promo with <laughs> everybody in that la- uh, last room. So this is the fourth segment. This is the third segment Flair's been in. Yes, sir. All right. They know where their money's they, coming from. They know where their ratings are, yep. unfortunately. Uh, Flair reminds everybody that the macho in- injured Charles Robinson with the elbow drop. George- Gene, uh, Go, but uh, Gene goes on a rant to introduce everybody. The president, the CB, CEO, the cabinet group, you name it, they're, they're there. RPPP. You forgot to say during the meeting, uh, Rick continually trying to molest Asia. <laughs> That's true. Fingering down the legs, trying to go a little up the skirt. <laughs> Woo! Jesus, uh, man. Flutter makes fun of all the Chicago team struggling. You're uh, lucky I even graced you with my presence. Yeah, I'm here because, you know, you gave me money. Flutter brings out Roddy Piper. Who has to get his own entrance? I was like, really? You fuck? The only one who has to get his own entrance. Jesus, Piper has dude. to get his own entrance. Piper comes out as the baby face of Chicago. Home of the champions, the Chicago greats. Piper then go, all of a sudden goes off on Howard Stern. I think he forgot he was a heel. Yeah. Putting over the teams. Yeah. I think Stern offhandedly said something about Piper in a wrestling thing. Mm. And, and Piper's, he's going he's gonna to get that 15 extra minutes anywhere. He's a pro. Why, why anybody listens to Howard Stern is beyond me, but, you know. I whatever. never understood the Howard Stern shit. I'm not a shock jock guy. I saw the movie Private Parts. It was Don't entertaining lie. enough. <laughs> There's one scene. Best thing yeah. he ever did. Yeah. Um, so uh, Piper uh, goes on a long rant about Stern, and then Piper then makes a match for the night, guys, for the World WCW World Heavyweight Championship. In a lumberjack match, it's going to be Kevin Nash versus Ric Flair, so the arena finally David just found Flair. out. Oh, David Flair. Uh, the arena just found out about this match. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Sting was like, nope. <laughs> uh, I just got to sit in the summer. <laughs> Flair says he can't be champion because of him being president of the world. 
So his son would beat Kevin. Well, Nash I remember tonight. him becoming president or champ after he was president, but uh, you don't worry. According about to him, against to his powers, yeah. he can't. Uh, Flair wants Macho to come out so he can apologize. Flair whispers once again, "Sweet nothing is the Piper's ears." As Gene wants to know what he said, and he wants ribs for dinner. He wants ribs for dinner. Gene did not buy it. Macho Sid and the ladies come on out. Flair wants Macho and Macho and Sid to join Flair and Piper as lumberjacks tonight. Robinson will be the ref. Uh, we have it all in, under control. Uh, Flair then says, uh, uh, if you join me, I'll legalize the elbow drop. And then Little Nate has a condition. Yep. No. I just enjoyed seeing in the ring, Savage and Flair have never been together. Mm. There's heat between Little Nate and Savage over that collapse alone. More importantly, you have Sid and Arn Anderson in the ring together. Yep. And I couldn't take my eyes off. I'm like... Was fascinating. What is happening here? Where's the f- butter knife? <laughs> fascinating. Uh, Charles goes off on Flair not to do it. He has a scar. He has had a tube down his throat for two weeks. For all of that, Rick's pretty much shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, Piper pulls him aside. He's like, yeah, 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 you got hurt. Big whoop. Move along. Macho says he doesn't care who's champ himself, Sid, David, or hell, even Sting. Macho doesn't want Nash to be champion. Sid yells, let the madness run free. So that sounds Savage, like they agree. Savage is a benevolent leader of his group. He's like, uh, I'm leaning that direction, but I got to talk to Sid. Uh, so. Plus they have the triad in the back. Yep. It's like 20 against one. Today. Yeah. So they agree. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Flair starts celebrating. Flair uh, Piper has like, hey, you need to calm down. If not, I'll be president. So, you know. Yeah, I like how they're buddy buddy, but at the end of it, Piper's still like, it'd be a shame if something happened to you because yeah. then I would be president. Hate to see it. <laughs> Hate to see it. So let's go backstage with Lenny Lane and Lodi. As Lenny Lane is uh, putting <sighs> nail paint on, Lenny wants to know what, uh, what will happen in WCW when they find out. Lodi says uh, Unintentional funniest line of the night. Uh, WCW's pretty open minded. Yeah. They're open-minded. Uh, there <laughs> says there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them backstage. Lodi then begins to give <sighs> Lenny another back massage. How are you feeling about Nitro still, Corey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how I'm are not, you? I'm not way? as up as I was. I'll be honest. <laughs> Hate to see it. I'm like, okay. It's, it's stumbled, but it hasn't fell down yet. So then we had a montage promo for Bash the Beach, all the main, the four main events. I hope you enjoyed this because you'll see it about five more times. Oh, I know. Uh, I'll go with no. Let's go to our second match tonight: Lodi with Lenny Lane versus Eddie Guerrero. But if they weren't subtle enough in the promo, yeah, <laughs> uh, they show moments from last week. The dosa, the bond. Uh, um, this match is about as subtle as a triple ref, sledgehammer shot. Ref bump in immediately uh, immediately happens. Uh, Lenny gets in the ring and attacks Eddie, but uh, Eddie gets the upper hand. Lenny begs Lodi to not hit him with the frog splash. So Lenny he goes to cover him to save him. He covers him, all right. But and how does he do it, Joe? Well, Lenny has his crotch on Lodi's face. It's called a sixty-nine, Joe. Yes, just a say six, a sixty-nine. Uh, I was trying to be. It's respectful. called a north-south position in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I will have you know. There it is. A north-south sixty-nine. <laughs> as then Eddie hits a frog splash on both men. That looked cool. That was cool for the win. And then leaves the ring. He's like, oh. he's like, Eddie Guerrero speaking for everybody watching Nitro right now. I think they're a little iffy. I like the fact that the, I like the fact that the refs down the entire match until once he <laughs> notices the frog splash happen, he jumps up like. So the, bell. the '90s were a, and the early 2000s were a really weird period, 
when it comes to how people handled the discussion of homosexuality. In the 70s, we'll just go 20 years. In the 70s, it was, oh, God, mm-hmm. yuck, disgusting, sinners, blah, 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 yep. blah. By the late 90s, early 2000s, it was, eh, I really don't care, but uh, oh, disgusting. But yep. you didn't care. Yeah. And then now it's like, what's the big deal? Everybody yeah. calm the fuck down. So the 90s were that weird period where both mindsets were sometimes in the same person. Yeah. It was like, I don't give a fuck, but yuck, man. Um, so it's kind of weird to see it back. Like, okay. He wasn't like saying anything terrible. He was like, I don't know. A little weird. Remember that time period was weird. I remember it. It was the one thing where it was like the old mantra still held firm for the most part, but it was like, it was very like, I don't care for you. You don't hit on me though. Yeah. It was like, you know, yeah, don't, it don't float my boat, but I don't give a fuck what you do. Ooh, ooh, I don't like, no. So, remember, off the tangent, do you remember, was it Sally, Jesse, Raphael? Raphael? One of those one of those where they had an episode where it was like, you know, confront the person you have a crush on, and this dude confronted his, like, next-door neighbor who he had a crush on who was a dude, and the guy was like, well, I'm very uncomfortable, like, I'm not gay at all, and then ended up killing him, like, the next day. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was a huge scandal. Like, we need to shut all these shows down, like Sally, Jesse, and... Well, that's why Maury's now just a uh, pregnancy. Right? Yeah. For so... 20 years. Yeah, it really was. It was a huge scandal. It was like 96, I think. Wow. Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> Let's go backstage with Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with David Tory Wilson. You know what time. you could do? Just create new stars. Nah, maybe. Piper, Asia, and Arn. Flair's running down the plan for the match tonight. Flair's naming everybody. Uh, Piper says, hey, we don't have enough strength. How we tiring need, is this? We need three. Pretty tiring. No, if you're Flair. Like, oh, yeah. I got how many spots tonight? Like, we, what am I doing? We need strength, guys. We need maybe Bam Bam, DDP, and that their idiot friend will probably join in. I got how many pre-tapes? <laughs> Flair should have been like, that doesn't work for me, brother. Jesus Christ. Well, if he doesn't do it in the ring, he probably doesn't do it out of the ring either. You know what I mean? Like, Fuck. The dude got pinned by Buff Bagwell two weeks ago. So yes, so Canyon, DDP, and Bam Bam will be joining the Lumberjacks. Uh, commentary, guys. Me. Corey, you are you were so excited as we entered uh, Nitro so far. Yeah, it's hear me out. Mm-hmm. We got a match coming up later tonight. Yeah, it's not your ordinary match. Mm-hmm. It's a dance competition. Ah, damn it! Between the Cat and Disco Inferno. We got a funny story about that when we get to there. Yes. So we have that coming up. But Good. first, we'll speaking of dancing, we're going to go to the Nitro Girls yeah. as they're going to be pubbing their swimsuit pay-per-view. Their pay-per-view. I tried to look it up, and I could not find the buy rates for that. Oh, because it's, it's got to be in the minuscule. Oh, but life. it doesn't come out till like, 2000. Uh, the pay-per-view happened in late 99, I think. Uh, I said August 99. Yeah, August oh, okay. If I remember correctly, I, uh, I, I don't know this for sure, but if I remember correctly... This was one of those WCW Everybody moments where the pay-per-view was on a Monday. Like, unless they're fingering each other, I don't give a fuck with their goddamn pay-per-view. <laughs> then I'd watch. I'd be honest. I would watch if they were fingering each other. I don't care if that makes me a pig. 100%. I would order that pay-per-view. And I guarantee you they weren't. Yep. No. Let's go to our next match. Hack with Chastity. Uh, before, uh, Hack says that uh, <sighs> he wants to get extreme, but Flair doesn't want to. Hack calls out Flair. Hack's losing his voice already. Uh, Flair doesn't come out, but Bam Bam comes out. Tony believes that Flair sent Bam Bam out. I mean, it's a reasonable assumption. Yeah. He's on there. He's in his back pocket. <coughs> he's not coming to see Hawk. 
Yeah. So right. let's go to our next match is Bam Bam versus Hack for who knows how many times. Uh, there's a part where Bam Bam picks up Hack and throw, rams him into the post. I thought the whole ring moved. I think it, it did. He hit him hard. Uh, yeah. I can't remember if it was this match, but there's some match, I think it's on Nitro, where somebody gets thrown into the steps and the steps don't move. I think it was Nitro. Yeah. Was it this match? It could have been. Could have been. I, know. I was just like, fuck, Because he put a hurting on Hack. Because they're like Cause I, I said, every whip and the, the stairs just didn't move. I was like, oh it might my have been god! This one. Like there's that, like that point, like you're saying, like, he gets ran in the post and it like shook. That cannot feel good. Those are supposed to give away on purpose. So Oof. we get a normal match between the two. That's what we all needed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Canyon still, still hate those WWE hardcore matches. Canyon and DDP yeah, run down because this is what you get without the bells and whistles. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Canyon and DDP run down. Hack hits him with a kendo stick. Hack. Hits the right Russian on Bam Bam, but can't, Canyon gets on the apron to distract the route. DDP comes and hits a diamond cutter. Uh, Bam Bam wins. Cool. <laughs> yes, it is what it is. Is that what we need to say about the match? <laughs> but who cares? We have a dance competition later on. There. Hell yeah. Here comes Kevin My Nash. balls are swelling. <laughs> Kevin Nash comes out in his wrestling gear. Uh, Nash does his out, outsider's line from last week that he did on Thunder about how nobody wants he's an outsider nobody wants him here nobody wants him as the champion uh, his, his buddy Scott Hall is in Orlando um, Nash then goes you know what I want to make a stipulation for tonight's match since I have to face David if David wins he gets the title but if I win I get Tori Wilson for 72 hours Bobby that's all <laughs> It's all, all I need. It's all I need. Nash, I'm a ruiner. Nash, <laughs> Nash then brings up the stip, uh, that stipulation. Like one, there's a lot of stipulations. The guy w- wins. He gets the girl for 30 days for a week. I don't need her for 72 hours because I'm going to ruin her. Yeah. Whew. Oh my god. That was a line, and I was like, "Excuse me." And I'm I'm ready to die on this hill. I've been thinking about it for months. Okay. I'm gonna go base animal. Tori's ugly. No. Okay. Base oh, animal I'll urges. Go across, go across sable. <laughs> I'm at the side of the man that we're supposed to hide these days. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a hotter woman in wrestling than 1999-2000 Tori Wilson. Yeah, you may be correct about that, sir. I, I, don't, I don't even have a, I mean, my an God. argument against my it. My God. The only other one I can think of is maybe Sunny in like '96. I mean, that's that's hot. Don't but get me wrong. But she's not this. Yeah. But Tori Wilson, Jesus Lord. Whew. And that's like, and that's when she showed up. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, the WWF is pretending they have the hottest women, and fucking Tori's on this and channel. Now she has the hottest. You women. lose. So also, <laughs> if we're gonna be perfectly honest, the only competition she may have is 2020 Tori Wilson. I mean, because God damn, aged like fine wine. Although mid two thousands, Stacey Keebler is she's hot. Not don't get me wrong, a but bad option. But I I'm Team Tory all day long between those Brunette two. Trish. I mean that's in the discussion. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean current day brunette Trish is uh, hot. But yes, <clears throat> you know what's also hot, guys? Our next match, an eight, an eight man tag. I doubt it. It's <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> NWO black and white. Do you know the how beat. Do you know how depressed I was to hear that music. <laughs> you were like, "This how, is not how. How this sad. is not your father's NWO." <laughs> how sad is it that when the NWO music hits, you just go, "God damn I'm it!" I'm like, "Don't sully this." Yeah. Leave, Corey, Corey. Can you leave the memories alone? <laughs> we are doing this week to week. If you were to hear it now, is this what you think of when no. you hear that music? What no. do you think of? No. 
I still think of Hogan Hall. Of Hogan. Match. So at least there's that. I think of the originals. Yeah, I at think least they haven't ruined it yet. <laughs> I think of 96. I think of tuning in to, to TNT because you would literally you would literally have like the hair on your arm literally. standing up before the show started. You were like, okay, guys, we would play basketball every day after school. Yep. Religiously. Yep. And on Mondays, with 10 minutes to spare, even though it took a minute and a half to walk to my friend's house. Yep. We would shut that shit down and get in his house because we didn't want to miss a second of Nitro. It came on at 5 o'clock. Yep, you had no idea what was happening. Yep. And that's never happened before or since with wrestling for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- Tori was there. But I don't think of this <laughs> shit, okay? So the B team you don't think of, of Vincent and second in command Brian Adams? No. And, and C.B. Ray and Horace. Horace. I mean, unless there's, Not even there's Stella Hogan. Unless, no, they scratched that name. Unless there's something that I just missed because I didn't watch every single show this year, Norton's done. He's gone. I think he is. I looked it up. I think yeah. he is gone. He's. I knew that around Great American Bash was the last I'd seen him. I think he's finally like, okay, they're not going to push me like yeah, they... fuck this shit. Because I found out some interesting shit the other day. Yeah. Up until Luger signed with WCW in, in late August, or he, showed, he agreed to show up and be the first mystery guy... The surprise was supposed to be Norton showing up and confronting Savage like he did. And then yeah. the next week, it was going to be Hogan and Norton for the title, which Hogan would win. But Norton would have a feud with Savage and be pushed near the top in 95 when he showed up. But when they got Luger, that was too big. It's a bigger deal. That was too big of a fish yeah. to not do anything with. And Norton just kind of got slotted down. So it kind of fucked him over long yeah. run. Because he was supposed to be a much bigger deal than so it, he was. It fucked them over, like having a new star. But in I can't run, say that. But it was wrong. a it was a better yeah. choice to go with Luger. No, you probably time. could have done something with him in the four years since to make him a bigger <laughs> deal. Nah. There was that. Nah. So we have the B team of NW Black and White: Stevie Ray, Vince, and Horace, and Second Command Brian Adams versus West Texas Rodeo. Rednecks. Rednecks. They changed it. Uh, it's West Texas Rednecks. Rest. Te- okay. Of Kurt Henning, mm-hmm. Bobby Duncan Jr., Kendall and Barry Windham, and why is Barry Windham shorts <laughs> so short? I was, forget the short. I was gonna ask, did they have to do a like an, an operation to get him out of those shorts after the match? Did Jesus they have to get a scalpel? Christ. What did the other three guys have to help him out of his shorts? They were like, okay, we all hold. You jump. One, there, two. There's no way he can feel the part of his body did, that's in that denim. Did he lose a bet to like a nitro girl? He's he like, lost a nut. He's like, you know, or he's like, they're like, wow, I can fit these. And then he walked by and goes, I can fit those. And then he put them on. It's and like, like, hey, hey, Barry, we're up. It's like, it's it. like Joe and Family Guy. Who wears shorts? I wear shorts. <laughs> Steve Austin looked at him and said, God damn, kid, those are some tight pants shorts. Who wears short shorts? Barry Windham. Jessica Simpson's like, damn, bro. <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus. Right. And then he has the yellow gloves on. His, his, so, you know what it is? I was like, he's probably like, say something about it. You know what? Does he, I dare you to say something about it. Because he's bad enough to be yeah. like, say something about it. It's Does like, he think the village people are a thing? <laughs> So, what you're saying is Barry Windham is the fashion god that we need in 2020. Barry Windham is pulling off the Lodi Lenny storyline. <laughs> Barry them. Windham secretly is a big fan of Lodi and Lenny. <laughs> can you, Joe, for Halloween this year, dress up as West Texas Rednecks Barry Windham? I can try. Can you find jean shorts? I might lose. I don't want to lose tight. a nut. I don't want to lose a nut. 
I mean, there is zero room for error there. <laughs> like, it has to be for science. It's too tight, too tight. Take them off. Too late. Biggie thinks they're too tight. Well, I now only have one ball. <laughs> Kill me now. Thank you. Kill yourself. The first thing I thought of was, Jesus Christ, those are tight. I. Yeah. This this match. Though, I don't think it was bigger in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> this match, though, they give us the tight tights of shorts. That's like so. It's so tight that he's actually like hung like a horse, but you can't notice. It, it went inside. Like, yeah. uh, they do give us a uh, slight moment of Kendall Windham and Vincent facing off against <laughs> which, you know. we, which we didn't need. Fucking nobody asked for. Nobody wanted. Vincent does a forearm drag twist and a takeover by on Windham, and I was like, "Excuse me, what? What?" What's this? Uh, we get a nitro special with these hey, eight. Put some respect. We get a Kendall Wyndham special. Okay, uh, put I, some I, respect on his I name. Guys, so we get a well, Kendall I mean, Wyndham special. They are pushing these plucky young baby faces for a huge eight-man tag at Bash at the Beach against those heels, the No Limit Soldiers. Yeah. There's a part in this match where uh, Kendall's getting pinned, and then uh, Barry stops it. He by tries hitting, to. He tries to, but he hits an elbow <laughs> drop. And I was like... Did he forcefully get elbow dropped, or he was like, you know, I'm gonna elbow drop my cousin. I got this, brother, bro, my brother. He's a uh, brother. He tried to interfere, but he couldn't get his leg over the rope because the pants were too tight. <laughs> he <actually laughs> tripped and just fell into an elbow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he tripped and he's like elbow drop. <laughs> got it. Uh, Duncan and Ken, uh, Kendall hit a double bulldog on Vincent for the win, so you can s- still tell who's uh, priority number one on NWO. Holy fuck. So we God, had a fun time with this tight tight. So let's move on to our dance competition. <laughs> oh my God. So funny story here. Uh, so I'm watching uh, Nitro, and the uh, the old ball and chain walks into the room. I was like, you know who James Brown is, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so you have a, a, an understanding of what James Brown's music sounds like? She's like, absolutely. I'm American. Everybody does. I was like, listen to this. So I played the cat because he came out first. So I played the cast music. She was like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. I was like, A, I don't know why they can't just fucking pay for the rights, and B, play something better. Fucking be better at your job making music. What the fuck is that? Or three, just use somebody call my mama. Right? Just, she was flabbergasted. That's the fucking music they played. I have some, (laughs) uh, every single show. I have some uh, news to break. I was watching this with the producer. She was a big disco fan. Not anymore. As she should be. At, at the time. And she despised the cat. Yeah. As well, she should. Everybody did. So you tonight... You at it, I'm like, the cat's awesome. Tonight's uh, dance competition will be, be determined... The winner will be determined by the fans. But so... And there's some Nitro... Why? They're two heels! And they had the Nitro girls out there and I didn't put them on camera. Like, what are you doing? They were on a piss-poor microphone. They were, like, behind yeah. the commentator. Like, put them in the ring, you fucks! <laughs> It's because Tony chained him to the announce desk. Um, and then we have to listen to the horrendous cat music again. Oh, God, bah, dude, bah, it's bah. so incredibly bad. Disco begins to dance, but then the cat jumps. So then, guys, we got a match. What, de- what depresses me is the cat's heavily pushed for the next two years, so that music ain't going nowhere. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so we have actually have a match now between the two. Uh, oh, dis- okay, great. That's, yeah. With That's me if I'm still loving Nitro. Love Nitro stuff? Love Nitro? No! Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Disco hits the chart buster, starts dan- uh, starts dancing and goes to the cover. Ono comes in and kicks the cat by accident. Disco chases Ono. Then all of a sudden, Jerry Flynn comes out and Roundhouse kicks the cat. So, before the match even, dis- the match, disco f- match happened, the dance mm-hmm. competition, the uh, cat gets on the mic and talks shit about how Jerry Flynn's a bitch and how last time he was here... He's a bitch, and I knocked his ass out. So then, Jerry Flynn comes out, roundhouse kicks him, and then challenges the cat to a kickboxing max next week. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite Nitro moments happens. Good. Good. No, mine's not important. Go ahead. Okay. I'll sell that yours. So, Jerry Flynn's leaving to go to the back, looks in the camera and goes, I'm Jerry fucking Flynn. <laughs> and then immediately realizes what he says. like, Yep. <laughs> So, Joe... That didn't get bleeped on TNT. I, I am a little disappointed that you missed the end... You didn't go into detail the ending of this match. And how the cat, Ernest Miller, and Disco Inferno, Glenn, whatever the fuck... Gilberty. Straight up ripped off the ending to Austin Michaels. The whole sequence. Yeah. Fucking caught the kick... Spun him around, tried the super kick, caught it, spun him around. WrestleMania 14, I was like, you motherfuckers just straight up ripped off WrestleMania? They aped the entire ending. Holy Including another guy coming in and punching. (laughs) (laughs) They ripped off WrestleMania 14. Checks out, dude. Just goes like, you know what I was watching? (laughs) WrestleMania 14. Let's try something. Come. You already stole the stunner, dog. You can't just, like, rip off the fucking thing where he wins the belt. Hey, wait till next summer when it's uh, <laughs> when it's uh, the new blood leaders of Bischoff and Russo against Disco in a ladder match for control of WWE. <laughs> Don't tease me with a good time. Yeah. I was like, is, is fucking... Stone Cold Van- Disco back on Inferno, baby. Fucking... Bischoff's the higher power to Vampiro. Like, the <laughs> yeah. fuck are we doing here? It was me all along, Hogan. <laughs> it was me all along, Disco. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. my new second command, Brian Adams here. <laughs> as soon as he did it, I was like, no, they're, they're not going to oh, do yeah. this. They, they're they, not. They, they botched it. Don't say. Jesus Christ. You mean Disco isn't as good as Shawn Michaels? No. No. Balderdash. <laughs> Oh, and then we're going to bash the Beach promo. He's not going to show, by the way, with no back. <laughs> yeah. We're going to bash the Beach promo, the montage from earlier. Yeah. Then we get the... Uh, Is this the countdown one they kept doing? Yep. Yeah. Which the countdown didn't make sense, because they kept just we recycling. We three, then to eight, then three to eight. <laughs> it didn't, yeah. three it didn't eight. make any sense. <laughs> WCW, everybody. We know math. <laughs> then we get, a, we get a recap of the earlier segment. Of David, Rick, and we Uncle have Bruce. Had Rick on TV in a while. Uh, yeah, Play the opening. It's about 30 minutes. <laughs> so uh, we get that segment again. So let's go to our next match for the WCW Tag Team Championships as it's Buff Bagwell and Dean <sighs> Malenko. Take a nap while you break down this match. Versus DDP, Bam Bam, and Canyon. Stay tuned for your Jeff Mack breakdown. Uh, since we haven't had Flair on the co- TV, he's at commentary for a split, me- <laughs> split second, yelling that Nash will lose the title. They leave the title. Leave the- Leave the commentary booth. I don't know why they're even there, but hey, I digress. Fun, fun fact, guys. Commercial in this match, and also it's a Nitro special. Uh, Buff goes for the blockbuster on Bam, uh, on Bam Bam, but uh, oh, blockbuster, but Bam Bam knocks him down. We get a ref bump, ninety nine, baby. Uh, Buff hits the blockbuster in Canyon. DDP throws Buff outside. DDP and Canyon hit the double team diamond cutter on Malenko. 
for the win. But you broke that down way too fast. So I didn't want. I want to point out something. I laughed out loud. Okay, I lol'd guys. Ooh, lol. In fact, I l m a o'd. Not the f though. I'm a clean person. Get the f out. Your son was in the room. So. Buff is going to the top rope to hit the blockbuster on Canyon. Bam Bam is going to get up and pull the leg, Mm -hmm. have him fall down. The ref isn't supposed to see it. The ref's in the ring looking right at it. He flips around, looks at the audience for like a split second, hears it happen, and then just moves back around and looks and goes, what? (laughs) I was like... Are you fucking kidding? It looked like a ref in a video game. Uh, I, starting this week, I'll look, try and pay more attention to the he, ref. He literally did like a mini half jump. Like, Ugh! oh shit. I was like, God holy fuck, that's bad. How can a company so rich in tradition have such terrible referees? It is amazing how bad they are. I thought for sure you guys would talk about that. I was like, holy I hell. I didn't see it. Holy I didn't God. See it. Uh, we got commentaries that are going to be talking about the main event tonight. Uh, and then they said that uh, they show the I Hate Rap music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rap. you couldn't find 20 extras who gave a fuck? Like, Jesus Christ. They had like dude. eight people. They Shivani'd it. <laughs> My God. We have nine. We have uh, only eight people here. Well, we have about 40. Like, they spent. They had to spend some money on that. Like, you couldn't find people to pretend? No. 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 Just extra, extras. Jesus. Get the gaffers out here. Fuck. They like country now. Speaking of Gaffer, let's go to our next match as it's Corey's favorite, not so pirate anymore, Scott Putsky. Motherfucker. He's back, Corey. Versus. Hey, Corey, how you feel about Nitro? <laughs> versus Sid and with the ladies. Yeah, here's what we needed a long, slow motion squash match with these two. Don't God, you, don't you love the fact that they pull the uh, ladies or, or surround the ring like normal on Scott Putsky? Yeah, and then he like it takes forever for anyone to do anything, and then Medusa pretty much pops a tit out, and he's like, "Oh, well, hello," and then Sid slowly comes over and like love taps him on the shoulder, which of course sends Putsky flying into the turnbuckle and down to the ground. Jesus Christ! Yup, yup, yup. And then he goes downhill from there. <laughs> that was the high point. Squash match. As Masha gets the mic and says, Nash is losing the title tonight. Once again, we get that promo for Bash the Beach. Natural Girls. And then we get the backstage shot of Nash and Dave Flair all walking to the ring. I swear to God, I kept thinking one of them was going to be behind the other one in the shot. I was, really I was like, they're going to fuck this up. He's gonna come around the corner. behind the back. They could come around the corner and like, face each other. Like, like, run into each other. <laughs> well, well, well. And then, and then sit there for four minutes until they figure out they got to do something. <laughs> So we get another, we get a different Bash of the Beach promo finally. So let's go to our main event. It's a lumberjack match for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. No buffer entrance. Saying I was like, thank Christ, there's no buffer here. It's not that important. There's no buffer. So even he's like, I'm not introducing David Flair. Uh, Kevin Ash versus David Flair. Call him Reed. <laughs> uh, David Flair with Tori Wilson, Rick, Arn, Asia, and Uncle Bruce. DDP, Canyon, Bam Bam Bigelow, oh, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Sid c- Vicious, Miss Madness, Medusa, and Gorgeous George. And Charles Robinson. And they all come out separately. <laughs> it's on a channel. Uh, Arn is dressed to be a special guest referee. I thought it was supposed to be there was a, Charles. There was a promo at the, at the announce table. Because Arn was sitting there. He goes, uh, we've decided to make a change. 
It's going to be Arn refing, and then ref, uh, Arn says something about, oh, Arn referenced uh, the, 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 skit. the skits. He's like, I hold a grudge. He's or like, it's called a receipt in our business. I didn't yeah. hear that because yeah. of the fact that uh, Flair was too busy yelling. That's right, that's right. Okay. He's like, it's called a receipt in our Which business. I was like, is that continuity in WCW? By accident. Uh, Arn remembers. Arn, Arn remembers. <laughs> Bell like, Arn like Pepperidge Farms. He yeah. remembers. Yeah. Bell rings. All the lumberjacks get in the ring and beat the crap out of Nash. And Arn's like, huh, Nat, that's weird. Uh, yeah. Arn has his confused look. Like, I don't know what's happening. Uh, in all fairness, he's fitting in perfectly. It's a WCW referee. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Dave Flair then attempts to put the figure four on Nash. Nash gets out at two and then literally just gets up. And, be- and, beats, and beats the, the shit, shit out of him. Out of him. Uh, yeah, a couple of those knees. Um, welcome to the business, brother. Yeah. Nash the then uh, Nash fights off everybody. Uh, David attempts to taser, Na- taser Nash, but Nash takes and tasers everybody. Nash then leaves the ring, picks up Gorgeous George, and Tori tags along. Oh, I was jealous of his hand. She's decided that he won. Yeah, he gets her for seventy-two he, hours. Right? He's walking back. Uh, we cut backstage, and Tori goes, "Hey, hey, guys, nice shot." As you just see the underskirt of uh, Miss. Uh, George George. George George. Yeah, you do. Uh, Nash puts George and Tori in the limo. Nash looks up. There's a Hummer. By God. Sting's driving the Hummer. Oh, I mean, no. I gotta stop you. After years of this shit, they should know... That's not Sting. That's, come on, <laughs> God damn it. You fucking know it's not Sting. We all know it's not Sting. It's never been Sting. Sting can't even drive. Uh, he did drive a cop car. Yeah, I was say, he did steal the cop car that one time. You don't know that. You, know that, you know that was Sting. Luger drove. It's, it's, it never, a, it's never been Sting. It was a British <laughs> cop car. Luger drove on the right there side. It Checks out. It's never been Sting. Uh, <laughs> but he gets in and goes, and Savage is really pissed because that's and, his woman. Savage is pissed. You see Sid yelling, and he's, as he's holding the tag, uh, no, the heavyweight title. In true Sid fashion, he's just standing there until the camera whoops around to him and goes, No! <laughs> checks out for Sid. Uh, uh, so let me get this straight. Yep. The booker of the company, yep. the guy with the pencil, mm-hmm. booked himself into what's the most pushed angle on TV, Flair and his kid, mm-hmm. and had himself beat up 12 people mm-hmm. and leave with two women. Yeah. Okay, that checks out. So uh, in, your, in your hill, you're going to die on with Tori. Uh, how close is Gorgeous George to that hill? You know, not so much. Not so much for you? She, I mean, she's, she's built, but yeah, no. Okay. I'm just curious. I'll take, ten, I'll take Tori. All day. We'll find out more how and what happens with this storyline. But that's, on that's some booking right there. Yeah, guys, What? wait till Thunder. Actually, you know what? Is there a Marriott? So no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Around Maybe. this time, there was a Nash comic book that came out. Were you aware of this? No. No. Okay, only a couple of issues. Is like the warrior thing? Yes. But Christ. I'm not shitting you. In the comic... The majority of it is him fucking gorgeous women and then beating everybody up. God so what we got at the end of this Nitro, the most honest-to-God comic book ever written. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. <laughs> for Thunder. I can't wait. I love bad WWE. So this, oh, is a, it, this is a crack to me. Oh, like, it, 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 that, uh, I've been waiting four years. <laughs> if, this is crack to you, if this is crack to you, sir, uh, get ready to put some more in and smoke it. I need my fix. Okay. I so need my fix. If you could only watch 96 to 98 or this, what would you watch? You only watch to one. 98. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> wait, wait, hang on, hang on. No. But I do love this. Ironically, it's like... Uh, 
It's funny. I love this ironically, but I hate current WWE so yeah. much. <laughs> They're not miles apart. So let's move on to Monday Night Raw. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're in the Woo! Charlotte Coliseum. Let's start the show off right with photo stills from King of the Ring. Hell yeah. Uh, the main event, Austin versus McMahon. Someone raising the briefcase out of Stone Cold's reach. Screwing Stone Cold. Well, it's a celebration, guys, because here comes the corporate ministry with balloons and confetti coming from the sky. Yeah, because that matches that gimmick. Yep. You know, I, I, I see Undertaker hanging around red, yellow, blue, green balloons and confetti all the time. Don Cornelius plays for the Patriots? Yes, he does. Uh, Vince guarantees that no one will ever forget tonight. Uh, He's not wrong for better or worse. Vince gloats that they kicked Stone Cold's ass. Shane says, and uh, it is his honor to fire Stone Cold as CEO. Fire Vin- me? I'm already fired. Woo. Vince says, uh, since Stone Cold's fired as CEO, he's still a wrestler, but he's going to go to the very bottom of that ladder. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. About that. Uh, Vince then says, hey, you guys want to see Austin in a match tonight? Well, yeah, but it's going to be a pre- uh, preliminary match. So, dark match. He's taking on Chaz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Vince says, uh, hey, you know what you guys can do? As fans, you guys can stay late, and you guys can watch Stone Cold <laughs> take apart the ring and <laughs> take it out back. I was like, so, Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. Let's do the Bischoff story. Like, yes, we it. are. Uh, Vince says that the corporate ministry is complete again. Vince says that Undertaker will be defending his title at the next pay-per-view, fully loaded, against Triple H, of all people. Uh, Big Boss Man's music hits his old Mm, music. If you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia. You had to pop, Corey. I popped. You had to pop. I'm not kidding you. Oh, God, Corey popped. All right, here comes Boss Man, newly crowned. I love the audience. They were like, what is this? (laughs) Right. Nobody in the audience had any idea what the fuck was happening. Newly crowned babyface. Big Boss Man comes down, and he gets into the ring, and he's like... Vince is like, I dare you get in the ring. I dare. He gets in the ring, he gets up in front of the McMahons, and he's like, I love you guys. I miss you. And they group hug. What? Come on, don't you get it? Swerve, bro. It was a swerve. He was oh. never really out. I know. He's the one that raised the briefcase. Bum, because bum, nobody bum. from the corporation could interfere. Yeah, he wasn't in the corporation. So if Boss Man's not in the corporation... Swerve, bro. It works, and now he's back in. Or it was Ken Jamra. That I didn't mind. I was like, okay, I get it. I just Smart. Don't tell people that. Yeah. JR, uh, he, Bossman learned from his ways. Oh my God. Get me a barf bag. <laughs> then Nessa leads out Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Uh, Stone Cold, what? Says, you know, it's BS that he got screwed last night. The photo shows that someone raised the briefcase. God damn. These opening promos on Raw oh, are yeah. beginning to weigh on me a little bit. Stone Cold, though, says that he took out a little insurance policy last night in case he got screwed. Stone Cold wrote himself a new contract with a couple more zeros at the end of it. Probably a shoot. I would do the same thing. <laughs> I mean. Stone Cold tells Vince, and that hey, shit is ironclad. Hey, Stone, hey, uh, Stone Cold takes out... Uh, Mentions, hey, Vince, remember that little protection plan you have that, you know, I can't attack you unless you yeah, that's do gone. harm? That's mm-hmm. gone now. So if I want to walk up to your house and open the knock on the door and punch you, 
And then Linda, then Linda asks, what happened? And he goes, oh, Austin knocked the teeth out again. I will. <laughs> I was like, you can show up to the, to the arena, open your door, I'll punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> as, as Austin calls it, it's open season now on Vince's ass. Uh, Stone Cold then said, also, I booked myself with a match with The Undertaker for tonight for the title. And if anybody from the corporate ministry gets in within 10 feet of the ring... Undertaker will be DQ'd and Austin will get the title. So that has almost go away heat for that match. We're like, God damn it. This is an infamous match, too. So we go backstage and we see Steve Blackman and Ken Shamrock walking down the ring because that's our first match of the night. Once again, the recap from Sunday Night, Sunday night Heat is that Ken Shamrock is facing off against Shane McMahon. Blackman comes down and attacks Shamrock with Kendo Sticks. Uh, so our first match is Ken Shamrock versus Steve Blackman. JR saying doctors told him not to be here. He's going against doctor's orders. He's hurt. But um, Shamrock uh, gets on the mic before the match and says, Vince, you set me up last night and I'll get my revenge. Uh, Blackman, bring your kung fu ass out here. <laughs> this match is a no DQ match. So uh, Steve Blackman comes down. Well, it's a with- weapons match. Weapons I would hope match. it's no DQ. Yeah. Uh, Blackman comes out with a big uh, black uh, bag, bag oh. and was a big black bag. And uh, first, Blackman <laughs> Blackman uses nunchucks on Shamrock. Shamrock has blood coming from the mouth. Blackman attacks Shamrock's ribs with the stick. Uh, breaks the stick. Breaks the stick. Blackman then hits Shamrock over the head with a kendo stick and then leaves the ring. He did his job. I liked it. He, it was perfectly booked. He didn't try to get to win. He just. Beat the piss yeah. out of him and left. I'm done. Those capsules can't taste good. I know. They, they can. really cannot. I did what I needed to do. Fuck, I'm done. My goal in life is to figure out how those Muda have different... At the, yeah. Different. I've, I've watched a video where he's used different mists right back to back. Yeah. It's like, how uh, the fuck do you do like, that? He'll spit blue to your face and then literally turn around mm-hmm. and then spit red in someone else. Like, how? And there's like no time in between. Yeah. Like, I get it. You got two capsules. I understand. But there's literally like a split second between them. It's like, okay, how are they not mixed together? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. How'd that do it? How'd you do it? Dark magic. So we cut backstage with uh, doctors checking on Shamrock once again. He doesn't want help, so leave him alone. Leave me alone. Then we see Blackman leaving the ring. Uh, arena. Arena, sorry. Uh, then we no shirt. She's like, I don't wear shirts. Yeah. We get a promo. <laughs> well, nobody does. Nobody we get a that. promo with Michael Cole and B.A. Billy Gunn. <laughs> he was like, what's that shit? What's this B.A. crap? Yeah, <laughs> a badass. That was kind of funny. I I giggled. I laughed so hard when he goes, "What's this ba shit?" Yeah. I, you call me badass. I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> I see what they're doing there. WCW. <laughs> yeah. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Uh, Billy Gunn says it's all about him. He's tired of carrying people's bags. Carrying like Bart. People. Bart. <laughs> I'm like, ouch. Road dog Because he was recently released, you know. Oh, was he? Well, I mean, he got his head fucking caved in. Went I hope to, so. Went to All Japan Pro Wrestling, where they could not call him Bart Gunn, so they called him Mike Barton. Because when the Japanese announcers say Barton, it sounds like Bart Gunn. Oh, Mike Bart Gunn. Got it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How hey. was he in New Japan? Huh? How was he in New Japan? All Japan. All Japan. Eh, mid-card. Serviceable. Tough enough to get over in that climate, but mid-card. Uh... Cole brings up Bradshaw about to come. Um, Bradshaw about to come down and beat him up, and Billy's like, "You know, I don't care for Bradshaw. I've already taken my shower, so he can't really hurt me." I, I'm going to do an open <laughs> challenge tonight. Uh, Triple H and China come down. 
Triple H says, hey, we got no beef. Uh, he's down here for strictly business. It's about Billy's financial business. Uh, Triple H asks, hey, Billy, has your royalty check have gone down a little this uh, past couple months? Uh, Road Dogg and Xbox getting most of their money for all the DX stuff. You get the Hogan figure contract. Yep. Uh, Triple H <laughs> says they uh, talk to the boss, and he says, uh, you can go out and take it. I have a bit of news about that that was astounding, but it's not that doesn't do with this. What? Do you know that in Hogan's '98 contract, the the guy who uh, read this is like, I'm surprised he quit the NWO as fast as he did, because in that contract they paid him two hundred thousand dollars a year just to wear the NWO shirt out and about. Jesus Christ, I would love that. He got two hundred thousand just to wear the shirt. That's amazing. Holy fuck! That was it, everybody. That's um, on top of the royalties. Which were a lot. Yes. <laughs> so the, Triple H wants to get all the money back from DX for all the, you know, all that. Which, Fair. Sure. But he goes, I have a title shot to take care of, so I'm going to put China with you, Billy. So you two can go take care of Road Dogg so and cool Xbox. He's like, yeah. A lot of people hate this story. Makes sense. To me. to me, this is what storylines should be now yeah. in wrestling. We don't need the fiend shit. We need realistic stuff like, hey... Those assholes are taking money that we built, too, and I want it back because that's what we're here for. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. I don't yeah. like you anymore, but fuck, we deserve that money. They oh, don't. We work for that money. Fuck them. We, I yeah. love this storyline. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And, like, what else do you do with China? Like, Triple H is clearly on to other, like, bigger and better at this point. Yeah, like, I'm busy, so you two get it. Yeah. Uh, then Triple H goes, now play our lovely, sweet, money-making money music. music. And the DX music hits. The Rock then runs down and attacks Triple H. Then we go backstage with Michael Cole, and he has, he's with Chaz. So, so Chaz, we've really never seen a, a wrestler break character before like you have. I wish you'd have given the honest answer. Well, that thing fucking sucked, and it was offensive as hell. I've been through Gimmick Alley, <laughs> and as you put it. I didn't want to do it again. He's been through Gimmick Alley, as you put it. Uh, he yeah, was a headbanger, a spider, a nurse. Sister of love. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that in the first two. I was like, what are you talking about? What are the first two? Spiders were just, they were a nondescript. They, you know those teams they put in head-to-toe black in a mask yeah. to be nameless jobbers? Mm-hmm. That's the Spiders. They, okay. they used the headbangers as that before they were the headbangers. The Sisters of Love were a gimmick they came up with for the headbangers for to sh- debut for on Sean Gunn Saturday night, the first ever episode. They dressed up as nuns with the hood, with the, you know, oh, the I remember this. Okay. for Brother Love to manage. I remember this, that's right. And again, it got so offensive heat that they became the headbangers. Again. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Chaz says that he's going to be himself now. He's going to be fun, loving, all that good stuff. And he wants to thank his girlfriend. Marianne. Marianne, because she's the one that said, do it. Is Marianne the mom? Yep. Making sure. Because she looks totally different now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She was the mom. Yeah. Yeah, she was the mom. She also dies like four years after this. Does she? She's like cancer. Really? Wow. She she dies in like 03 or something. That sucks. I didn't know that. Wow. So then we move on to GTV. Hmm? He said cancer's a bitch. I know. Uh, we go move on it's to... Linda Hogan of diseases, really. <laughs> we go to GTV as... <laughs> that was creepy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God yeah. damn it. Linda Hogan. My skin crawled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Dude. I will never forget that moment. Joe, Joe with the <laughs> ultimate creep out. Is it not a fan? Not a fan. Let's go GTV, shall we? And we're yeah. at a Marriott as we're leaving. As, hey, 
There's Test. Wait, but there's Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And they're going to a car, and they kiss. He probably just fucking fucked her in the ass. Oh, probably. <laughs> Came into her dog style. She loves anal. Who doesn't? I guess that's what Howard Stromer's for, to find out that Stephanie loves anal. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out, Bob. Let's go Thanks, to Howard. <laughs> let's go to our next match, as it's going to be Meat. Miss Savage already knew. With PMS versus Chaz and Marianne. Oh, that, that match we didn't get two weeks ago. <laughs> so it starts by Terry giving me head on the entrance ramp. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. And then just bouncing her tits down the aisle. I was like, wow, we're not even trying anymore. We're just full on a... We're G. We're A G W. A G W. Checks out, Bob. Uh, Jr. announces that The Rock will be taking on Triple H tonight. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Terry gets on the apron and allows Jackie to punch Chaz. Then Chaz has to like basically Eddie Guerrero her, going, "Hey, get to the apron!" <laughs> yeah. As Marianne gets on the apron to shove Terry off the apron to distract the ref. Eventually, Jesus yeah. Christ! That, took a while. That distracts the ref for ch- to, for Chaz to hit a reverse death die driver. On meat for the win. And Terry kept like getting closer, like, are you gonna, at any point, are you gonna fucking push me at any point? <laughs> they, they really, they learned how to work by watching that Kane Big Show match. <laughs> Four minutes of the hole, baby. Gotta milk it. Gotta milk it. Uh, let's go backstage with Terry Taylor and Tess. Yeah, Rooster's back. Rooster, <laughs> Rooster wants to talk about the, uh, GTV, but then all of a sudden Shane oh, so, spares the shit. Oh, yeah, did, did somebody tell Shane this is a work? No, <laughs> damn, dude. Gore, gore. <laughs> yeah, but, no, out of fucking nowhere. Jesus Christ! He, did he come he, out of a cannon? He leaped. He leaped into uh, it. Shane. It's yeah, not, he leaped. It's I mean, not real. I thought Superman was flying across the sky. Jesus. Someone should, should teach Roman how to spear somebody. Yeah. Fucking Christ. You know what? Who's talking to Edge? You know, that'll yeah. fucking... Uh, How'd you do that thing last night? I just go for it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but the posse and uh, Shane beat up Tess. Funny enough, at the end of that beatdown, Tess no longer had ribs, but he had a lot of chicklets in his fucking ribs. <laughs> Uh, then we get then we get a shot of the Undertaker just looking at the camera with his eyes rolled back for that some was, reason. That was groan inducing. Yeah, it was. Yes. Why would they waste all the time for that shot for nothing? Ooh, That's vanity yeah. right there. Let's go promo with uh, Hardcore Holly as he's walking the uh, Mr. Big Shot as he's walking down the ramp as Jared's like, hey, wait, wait, hang on. He's not part of the program. I didn't forget about you, Big Show. Uh, this, uh, this show last <laughs> week, Big Show... Shoving the car on the Holly. You missed! Uh, <laughs> Holly says, Big Show might have shoved a car on me, but is that the best you got? <laughs> yeah, the best you got. <laughs> Holly brings up Kane. He wants Kane to come down and face him like a man, face to face, instead of jumping him. Sounds like the tamest full tilt boogie in the history of wrestling. <laughs> you missed. Full tilt Holly, but it's like super calm and just I want hilarious. more hardcore Holly. Why didn't they have this hardcore Holly for the ten years he was there? They had Sparky Plug. I mean, after this, even like he just yeah. Why? Where was this hardcore Holly? No one knows. So then Kane comes out. So we get a match between Hardcore Holly and Kane. However, the match goes one minute because yep. Big Show comes out, choke slams Kane while Hardcore Holly distracts the ref. Shane uh, Show holds him uh, up for a few seconds. Show how strong he is. Was not four minutes? Huh? Wasn't four minutes though. <laughs> Uh, then Ho- uh, Holly gets in with that cocky swagger I love and puts, just puts his a foot, foot on him. Kane. He's all smiling. That's right. I got an idea. I got an idea. I'll beat you. Give me the belt and I'll beat up everybody. <laughs> Holly talks trash over Kane until he stands up. 
And uh, Kane grabs him by the throat and then choke slams him. One, two, three. Uh, four, four minutes of choke slams, yeah. as we're calling Four minutes of choke slams. But the crowd loved the each crowd, one. The crowd popped bigger for everyone. They probably were like, because they popped the ball. He's like, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Four choke slams by Kane. That's Mr. Big Shot, baby. <laughs> Mr. Big Shot. I am all on board. Should have been Austin and Holly at SummerSlam. <laughs> Hey, 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 show you missed. <laughs> we see, uh, we see Triple H and uh, oh, you bought a Todd guy for missing throwing a car at him. Is that yeah. all you got? Is you miss, car bitch, bitch. Uh, Try we, bus. We get Triple H and China and Rock all headed to the ring. So that's our next match. Uh, before the match, uh, so the next match is Rock versus Triple H and China. But before Rock the match, is already into his greatest hits routine. Uh, cut the promo on Matt on the cuts the promo. The greatest hits already there. Uh, crowd's eating it all up. Once again, this match goes for about a couple minutes, but then uh, Rock gets advantage. But then Billy Gunn runs down and hits the Rock in the head with a club. Boy, did he sell it good. Nope. We go backstage with Cole and uh, wants to get an update on the Rock, but then we cut to the right, and then there is uh, Draws and Albert attacking Val oh, Venus oh, oh. in the back. Oh, Michael Cole. What the hell? Yep. And then they uh, like, broke a loading door, so yeah. thanks for that, guys. That's not cheap. Yeah. I guess. That's super not cheap to replace, but okay. Why is this feud getting so much goddamn time? <laughs> I don't know. So, so better question. Yep. This can get time on fucking heat. Why is it on goddamn raw? So this one blows my mind, okay? So we, we have a feud going on right now between Val Venus, Prince Albert, and Draws. With the help of Godfather, okay? He shows up. He helped last yeah. week. Yeah. So anyway, our next match is the Godfather with this host. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. It's going to, not cool, but it's going to be Draws or Albert because storytelling. Of, no, you be beat up, too easy. You beat up Val in the back, you think it's going to be one of them. No, it's Edge. What? <laughs> Say what? Yeah, mm-hmm. Edge. Dr- uh, the brood Edge. However, he comes out to his normal music. You too? Um... Lawler says, uh, during this whole match, Lawler's saying a lot of Austin Powers lines, and Jared's like, somebody watched Austin Powers this weekend. Do I make you horny, baby? A match goes for about a minute, about, about, about a minute, until oh, Albert and Draws comes out. What the fuck did he just say? I uh, a stroke. My, uh, <laughs> my, uh, braces hit the bottom of my tooth. You're you're my, you're my, you my top palsy. braces hit the bottom <laughs> of my teeth, so I kind of bell palsy it. you had bell palsy, man. Yeah, um... Draws gets on the apron, and Albert hits a Falcon Arrow on the Godfather. Al- Albert lifts Godfather for a little bit. He tries. He tries. He doesn't. Yeah. He tries. Um, Edge hits a spear for the win. Albert and Val attack Godfather and tie him up on the ropes. Albert and Val are going to uh, give a hoe a tongue piercing. That particular hoe, by the way. Yeah. Lady in red, baby. Lady in Oh, my God. Lady in yeah. red. Yeah. Lady in red. It's the only, only thing I recognize the whole match. I just studied her. She was getting some camera time. Lady in red. But Edge comes out and makes a save, and Edge leaves the uh, ring with Lady and in she red. She was a big fan of old uh, Sexton Hardcastle. However. He was a big fan of her later. However, guys, <laughs> we see a uh, gangrel in the crowd with a shook and shucked look on How his face. How can you tell? I couldn't, but I'm just <laughs> assuming... He had a pirate shirt on. The vampire be. didn't look happy. I don't want to be a pirate. I, Jerry, you're going to be a pirate. I don't want to be a pirate. 
We go backstage with Billy Gunn telling somebody, hey, if I need your help, you come out. Who is that? Is that his new tag partner? Like, we all know who the fuck it is, you I idiots. mean, it's China. They said it earlier, you yeah. moron. Jeez, I was like, what's up the Cloak and Dagger shit? So let's go to our next match. This is Billy Gunn versus Bradshaw with Farouk. Back and forth match. Billy has an advantage for most of the match. Billy moons Farouk for him to get on the apron. Farouk accidentally hits Bradshaw with his belt. X-Pac comes out, distracts Billy. Billy turns in, turns around into a finger, I mean a, a clothesline. <laughs> That's a hell of a clothesline. <laughs> a clothesline from hell for Bradshaw for the win. Bradshaw grabs his belt. They both walk away. China comes down and attacks X, uh, X-Pac. Road Dog then comes out and makes the save. Let's do a promo time. With, <laughs> since, it, since it's been about a month, let's remember that we have a women's champion. So Ivory with Nicole Bass comes out for a <sighs> promo. As... Ivory is a real women's champion. She's a real fighter. She won't stand there. She's not no Barbie. She wants competition. I'm kidding. She Sorry. there's no. She wants competition because there's no competition in WWF. So Ivory wants to make a. Jackie's uh, like fuck you. <laughs> uh, Ivory wants to make a Rocky Balboa story tonight. So she's having an open invitation for anybody tonight. And then a fan. A fan walks in. The ring. Uh, the, the lady walks in, security tries to stop her. Ivory's like, hey, let her in, let her in. The fan gets in. Her, Ivory's face, and she's like, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to wrestle. I'm fine. Turns around, then Ivory attacks her. Uh, Ivory tra- tra- talks trash. Ivory takes her down. And then Nicole Bass power bombs her. Ivory then uh, takes her down, uh, starts jumping on her until security has to separate them. Uh, hey, Corey, yeah. who's this fan? Noted female wrestler Malaya Hosaka. Who, I've, unless I just missed it, didn't have a run with him at any time. So just in this the crowd? goes nowhere. This was it. <laughs> Wasn't she on WCW? Yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago? Uh, yeah, she was on WCW like last year or year yeah. before. So, yeah, she's not exactly. I mean, as soon as I saw the face, I'm like, oh, it's Malaya Hosaka. Okay. Like, I didn't know who it was, but I was like, I knew it wasn't a fan. And like, then I was like, so is this a way to introduce her? But then I thought about it, I'm like, I don't remember her ever having a run in WWE. Hmm. Nope. Weird. This is definitely how you introduce someone. Like, so why not? Nope. Oh, nope. So maybe she just lives in Charlotte. She is a, uh, <laughs> a bitch. So. We go backstage with Mike Cole, and he's trying to try to talk to Mr. McMahon, but Mr. McMahon's like, we have some business to take care of tonight, so no. Then we see Deborah uh, getting yelled at by Jeff Jarrett to let's go as she's getting ready. Then we get that sh- getting Sheffy with it commercial. Jesus so our next match for the Intercontinental Championship, Jeff Jarrett with Deborah versus X-Pac. Back and forth match. We want puppies chance. Uh, Gun runs down and takes a swing in X-Pac with the guitar, but uh, X-Pac ducks. It's hard to swing at X-Pac. I was like, good lord, dude. Takes a duck. That's uh, not how you swing. X-Pac hits Jarrett with the guitar, but Deborah's on the apron to distract the ref. Billy Gunn then runs in, hits the Famouser on X-Pac. Jarrett covers X-Pac for the one, two, three. You're not going to sell that Famouser? He turned around in midair. Yeah. That was a hell of a Famouser. I'm trying, I'm trying not to, you know. He RVD'd that bitch. We're trying not to pub that uh, <laughs> okay. Mr. Ass. You all know, right, all right. We're, oh, um, some credit sometimes, though. Let me I mean, ask you credit. You guys going to buy that awesome new shirt Deborah gave Jerry Lawler? No, we want puppies? No. Oh, my God. I was like... That is so embarrassing. That, please tell me nobody bought that. Oh, I'm sure they sold a fuck ton of it. Fuck. It's uh, one of those, like, you buy at the arena and then don't tell your wife you the bought ne- it. And the next day you look at it and go, why did I like, buy mm, that? That's 
Because yeah. I always buy shirts like if somebody I have to explain this shirt if somebody doesn't get it. I don't want to explain this. Yeah, no. no I have passed on many a shirt because, like, I'm not. I'm not explaining like, this I, reference. I would not buy a Mister Ass shirt. Like, there was a uh, not at the table, Carlos, and I was like, I'm not going to explain that. Yeah. To shirt somebody. Nope. I have my limits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Road Dog comes out and attacks Gun. Charlie comes out and attacks Road Dog. All four of them are being separated by security. So let's go to our main event. For the WWF Championship. On a highway to hell. They hyped the, they hyped the matchup by having them both come there, come uh, being shown walking backstage with the uh, hype music. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, we get a Raw special here. Austin threw... Uh, Thank God. Uh, Austin throws... Uh, no, Undertaker throws Austin into the turnbuckle, and I honestly thought the buckle was going to fall off how hard Austin hit. Uh, Austin stuns Undertaker. Paul Barrett pulls the ref from underneath the ring again. Austin stuns Undertaker again, and he wins the title. Kind of a weird anticlimactic finish to this match. Austin wins the title, starts to celebrate getting a beer, but Undertaker hits him with the belt and busts Austin open as we end Raw with Undertaker attacking Stone Cold and making him bleed. All right, so... Mm-hmm. I'm not complaining, but you breeze through that match. Um, this is a terrible match. Yeah. This is this match was so bad in real time back in June of '99 that I wanted to quit watching WWF completely just because of how sloppy this match was. Mm-hmm. If I was to rate it, I would give it three quarters of a star. It looked like amateur hour with these two. They were stumbling, bumbling, fumbling. He hits him with the belt about as hard as you'd open an egg. Mm-hmm. You can see Austin reach into his tape yep. to get the blade. And then you can see him put it back when the camera goes back. He hits two of the ugliest looking stunners ever. Undertaker looks like he shouldn't even be walking, let alone working. This was an embarrassment for a title match for your biggest title on free TV. But do you want to know the most interesting fact about this match? Yes. Because I have it. Oh. Ooh. I, the reason why I breeze through this is because you you said you had some points. But also, how many times have we seen Undertaker in Austin? Well, I got news for you. And it's not ending yet. I, I got news for you. The main events of the July pay-per-view, Rock versus Triple H and Austin versus Undertaker. Yep. This match right here, mm-hmm. the match we just watched, it drew the largest rating and audience to ever wrestle, witness a pro wrestling match on TV. Do you know that? Gross. Any pro wrestling segment either. The match itself, just this match, did a 9.5 rating, which was 10.72 million viewers. But perhaps the most impressive fact about that, when you break the number down, that's one out of every six TV sets in America was turned to that match when it happened. That's crazy. How do you think about that? And I guess... It's never been beaten. It's it, still. It doesn't make sense for what they're going with, and I get that. But why don't just have The Rock win last night if Taker was just going to lose anyways? Because like, Austin had to be the champ going into SummerSlam because the point was to, believe it or not, crown Billy Gunn as champion. But he got so under that it quickly pivots to someone else. But I felt like you could have had The Rock win and then had a four-way at the pay-per-view. 
I mean, have the match. Could have, yeah, you could have. And then, yeah. For some reason, they decided this is the way to go. But, oh, yeah. What a way. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Crazy. So, guys, what was the better show? Raw. Uh, yeah, Raw. However, no, I'll save it for my what the fuck. Oh, okay. My groundbreaking take is for what the fuck. All right. So let's go to the ratings, shall we? <sighs> if we must. We will. Yeah. Uh, last week, WCW got 3.1, and WWF got 6. Let's see how WWF's rating did after the pay-per-view. WCW went up 3.6. Ooh, that's a, that's a jump. That's, that's a jump. WWF, yep. 6.8. Jesus Christ. So, what happened last week? Is they essentially gained that audience they lost. What the fuck happened last week? Something must have happened. It's late June, but not end of June. The only thing I can think of is sometimes the NBA Finals goes till the 20-something of June. Like the U.S. Open but that was the year. Out no, that was the year of the strike and the Spurs won. Yeah. I don't remember what day they won the championship, yeah. but... I don't know. What it the sucked, fuck, man. They just left that week. Jesus. Not a good sign for your pay-per-view. I mean, even though Raw went up to 6.8, yeah. not a good sign for your pay-per-view when the competition goes up 0.6. Mm-hmm. That's not good. The game, the last game in the season series of the NBA Finals was June 25th. That's after. So that was a, that It was could a have been a game five so or six. That was a game that night, yeah. I guarantee you. Game three, Monday, June 21st. There it is. There is. Game, game three, three of the Finals. There is. How about that? That killed him. It ain't there. nothing new, folks. I mean, this real sports have always I bit just, into the... You know. It's an excuse, but they're not wrong to use it. The only year where... And it still beat it, but it was close. was the fall of 98. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raw almost outdid Monday Night Football that year. That's the only year. Yeah. I think football still ended up beating it, but it was dangerously close. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to our award show time. So, Corey, give me some sweet tunes. Uh, <clears throat> I forgot the word. <laughs> There's only one, one thing, thing that I hate, because it's a bunch of crap. I hate rap. See, I was going to start on, like, the line before. Uh, uh, but you forgot. Yeah. forgot it. I just That's fine. We'll That's awesome. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. So let's go to uh, Worst Match of the Night. Huh. I went uh, Flair and uh, Kevin Nash. Yeah, David I mean, Flair's in it. And fuck it, David Flair. It was bad. So not only that, but such egotistical booking on the Booker. Like, so it's an egotistical way to book a match if you're the Booker, uh, which it's it's no different than every other Booker. So he gets a pat because every Booker yeah, has I ever mean, done they it. They all done it. Um, if you're wanting to build David Flair as a star, that didn't work, and that that's not how you do that. Um, and he beat up like your. Top main eventers by himself. I thought I, I for sure thought Sting or somebody would come down. No, we just and took two of the women to bed. Yep. So very nice. Uh, <laughs> really building those stars there, Nitro. I'll, I'll go with that. The main event to uh, Kevin Ash has got to be unbeatable at this point. To you, Nitro, do you yeah. agree to that? Is yeah. that your yeah, that's mine. That's yeah. mine. Uh, best match. I went Saturday Benoit and Regal and Finlay. Yeah, me too. Opening tag match. Make it a three way. You believe no cruiserweight title and no Kidman, no Ray and Conan. Weird, right? I mean, fuck. Well, your Master P's no longer on TV, so... Who do you? Who do you? Uh, MVP. 
I just shit all over him. <laughs> it's Rick Flair. It's Rick Flair for me. Woo! Rick Flair was in like 18 segments. Yep. He's the ratings, baby. For the reason. I hated the match. It's Kevin Nash. He <laughs> looked strong as fuck and beat the fuck out yeah. of like the locker room. So. I, I was, uh, I was, uh, a strong I want to be like, he's got. I, I was a, I want to be like Dave. So let's, woo. Uh, who was your mother, Dave? Guys? Chaz. Meat. <laughs> so same match. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I want to yeah. say Stone Cold and Taker, but Meat was terrible. It's, yeah. Just... I'll go with Meat. Uh, Corey. Yeah. WTF. I liked. The David Flair angle on Rytro. I liked everything about it. And I, but that's not my, my groundbreaking is, and I'm including you two. Oh, shit. Everybody would have loved that segment if it was on Raw and it was Vince and Shane and Shane getting the title match and Vince stacking the deck with all the corporate people, this, that, and the other. And I know you're going to say Shane's better. He is. But I'm just saying storyline itself. Yep. People would have been raving about it Mm -hmm. if it's on the other channel. Correct. I still loved it. I For the reason you said, because Shane's yeah. better. I still if, think it was good. If David could actually play his part, I would be for it. But that match was terrible. Can't. The match was terrible. But every bit of it leading up to it was good, good storytelling. The dad using all of his power to shove his son into something mm-hmm. he doesn't deserve, mm-hmm. getting all the enemies together, mm-hmm. the, the promo in front of the Jordan statue. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it was great. 100%. Until the match. 100%. The only issue I have with any of it is David Flair. Yep. No, you start. I'm, I'm not going to fucking try to cons- persuade anybody he's not good. He's terrible. He's objectively shit. But on Raw, that would have been... That'd, be, that'd still be talked about today as a great angle. I will eat crow for this statement. And I will happily do it. There is not a fucking chance in hell David Arquette's worse than this. I don't want you to tell me. I will find out. There is no fucking way he's worse than this. No uh, fucking way. Interesting. Uh, my WTF, uh, mine is the both shows sucked. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck both shows. They're terrible. I thought you guys would like Raw. No, I hated. I hated. I didn't. I don't. I don't. My WTF is having Austin win the title on a Raw. I. I. It's one of those things of okay, you have Nitro having the main event be a title match in some way, and then you have WTF doing the opposite of. Well, since you're having every goddamn hill you have on Lumberjacks, we can't have that on our show. And actually, off of Joe's, it actually made me... So when, they, when he won the title, I thought, oh, we'll take hers off TV then. But you just said he's in a match at the pay-per-view. So why the fuck did he win the title here? I will tell you. It's be- and it's why I hate Attitude Era booking. Because they had a plan with the, the new heel they're pushing up to beat Austin, who is the ace, the number one guy, mm-hmm. not The Rock. It's, it's yeah. Austin still. So he's going to be champion, mm-hmm. and the new guy's going to beat him at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. However, they came up with the storyline in the middle of it. Ooh, wouldn't it be fun if he gets control of the company and has to fight us? And they couldn't do that with him as champion, so they got the belt on to Taker for a month, did this goofy storyline, and then the very next night put it back on him to move forward with their original plan. Oh, Jesus Christ. And that kind of booking is why I hate the Attitude Era. Fucking damn it. Do you, That's also, why do you also hate crap rap? Yeah. Well, current yeah. rap. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So this brings it into this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. We will be, coming, we will be having our next pay-per-view in two weeks. Ooh, lordy. I, I told the guys, be ready for... Uh, <clears throat> 
you know, uh, Thunder this week because oh, it, it, I've seen it. it I, I mean, it's been since '99, but I've seen it, so I think I remember. I think it's a certain promo. Add an S to it. Promos, but yes. I mean, there's one in particular where someone with a golden pencil makes a step. Am I right? Mm. Or is that next week? That's next week. I know. Are you for real? Wait. There's not a Nash promo where he makes a stipulation for that match? Oh, uh, Joe, we have to watch it anyways. I, I'll say this to you. Nash is not at the arena this week. So it's not that week you're thinking of, Corey. I cannot believe they did that. Yeah, <laughs> Nash is not at the promo. They and, added do you know what Corey's sti- talking about? No. They Excellent. added the stipulation on the go-home show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited now. Yeah, uh, Nash... Nash uh, the, the, Corey the, just like Corey, come back. My, Corey, my, 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 my thing to use this. Nash is not at the arena at all. Well, I mean, Joe is taped, so I mean, yeah, he's, he's not at re- this. He's got to recover from. He was there. Tory. He was there last week. Oh no, <laughs> don't worry. There's gonna be plenty of that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not. That's he's I'm dehydrated. Just, Oh, that's what I'm just going to tell you now. That uh, the, yeah, he's the not fight champion. I cannot believe they did. <laughs> I thought for sure it was this week. I'm no, like, all right, no, 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 yeah, Nash is nowhere in sight at that uh, tape show. Fantastic. So nobody that's, watches Thunder. You know, you could talk about it on the Go Home Nitro. That that's people at, would know. No, nah. fuck it. That's at Thunder this upcoming week. So <laughs> we also have awesome podcast and sweet words at. Nefsoentertainment.com, Corey. Where we have written words, like That's My Opinion by Mike Boobel. That's me. The Dickai Sensei with Jeff Mack. I review uh, old and new wrestling. Uh, watch. Come see what I wrote about King of the Ring 99. It sucked. Uh, <laughs> in a couple weeks, I'll write about Bash of the Beach. It sucks. I watched Evolve 124. It was a lot better than either one of those shows. <laughs> Uh, we have podcasts like the Monday Night War Stories, like this, the pay-per-view war stories, where we will eviscerate Bash at the Beach, Thundercast, where we'll blow a top over that shit show. We have the No Cell podcast. We have sometimes the retro fucking review machine. <laughs> we have That's My Pick and the Gang Reviews. A lot of content, <laughs> folks. A lot of content. You're uh, welcome. At NoSellEntertainment.com. We also are all on social media, uh... Which you can follow Corey at that kayfabe guy, Mr. Booble at MT Booble, me at that Joe Lessel, uh, producer Zen at producer Zen, no so entertainment at no so ENT, follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, and Instagram. Hopefully, pretty soon, YouTube, no longer, not even Spotify, but you can go to Spotify and find No So Entertainment presents our one hit wonders. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff once again. And like always, Corey must pose. I'm going to stay to shock.